0: On today's show, Kemba Walker signed by the Dallas Mavericks. What's he gonna bring to the table? Is it the answer the Mavericks need? And then we're gonna name all the Mavericks' current problems. We got a list, we're checking it twice, and we're gonna tell you if they're solvable or not. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luca Lencic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. <laughs> and welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all pla- podcast platforms, including YouTube. The best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let me know. Write three words. Describe the Kemba Walker signing. Just three words. Give me the Kemba Walker signing in three words. Joining me as always, my co host, writer, and contributor at Mavs.com, the Kemba crony, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Thank God you are back. You couldn't hold the I, fort down for four games? I, I leave for one week down. and the Mavs are in shambles, Isaac. I,
1: I have never <gasps> missed. Nick, so much more, so much in my life.
0: I left for two weeks this summer, and you missed me more over a four-game stretch.
1: (laughs) Yes, because this past stretch has been frustrating. And uh, frustrating to cover, frustrating to be as a fan, frustrating to be online, frustrating to watch. And uh, just thank you for coming back (laughs) and uh, manning the ship. As this we talk about world. <laughs> is it as we talk about, I mean, did we didn't, you know, you know, it's uh, this level when we didn't even like make jokes to each other in text about emergency pod for Kimbo. <laughs> <We're> d-
0: <laughs> you're that down bad when you're that down bad. You're like, you know,
1: eh. got a few tweets about it. And I'm like, I'm not even going to reply to you. I'm sorry. I can't do an emergency pod. I, I did a whole pod yesterday, a whole segment of next steps for the Mavericks, listed out a plethora of next steps for the Mavericks. You know what was not one of those? Sign Kemba Walker. Walker.
0: <laughs> but here we are. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about Kemba Walker, what that means for the Mavs. Then we're going to get into some of the Mavs' problems right now. They got they got a bunch of them. And we're going to talk about which ones are solvable this season. Like, Okay, what can you solve in season? Maybe not even necessarily with a trade. Which ones can be solved right now? So it seems like there's a lot of problems, and some of them are solvable. Some of them are not, so we'll, we'll talk about those. But let's talk about Kemba Walker. The Dallas Mavericks, I think, have made it official by now. They've at least made it official. They waived Composso, but they have waived Composso. They're going to sign Kemba Walker, according to all the newsmakers. Shams, I think, was first, then Mark Stein or somebody, and uh, I think Woj followed, <laughs> Woj followed along. <laughs> Just as his Woj way, followed along and got it. And so now Kemba Walker becomes another in the revolving door of who's going to be the third ball handler. I tweeted a clip out today of Nico Harrison telling us at media day, you know, Isaac, you looked at him right in the face and said, Hey Nico. So who's the third ball handler? And he said, you know, people forget about Frank. And then he said about, uh, Jaden Hardy. How quickly can we bring him along? Tyler Dorsey. No one knew about him. Like, I don't, I think there might be a reason nobody knew about Tyler Dorsey. And then he said, we got the open roster spot. And that was the one you and I pointed to. It was like, okay, they got this open roster spot. They're gonna keep trying out guys. They're gonna keep trying until somebody hits. What do you think about Kemba Walker? Is he the guy that's gonna hit? Well, I'm just glad that we
1: asked Nico Harrison that question because you know we always get the truth whenever you ask uh, front office or head coaches questions. Uh, media, we need to push harder, you know, and ask more questions. Why are we not uh, pushing?
0: Why are we not putting the fuel to the fire here, Isaac? <laughs> We're not, we got to push them more.
1: Uh, listen, Kimba's 32, um, you know, he was pretty dang close to signing with Dallas a few years ago. Uh, I think that was a little underrated about how close he was before going uh, before, to Boston, right? Before he went to Boston. Uh, I'm sure that that story will come out soon. Somebody will revisit it over his first few days in Dallas and we'll hear more about it. Um, that's when, you know, they made that Boston made that trade that was like super unexpected, opened up a bunch of cap space. And like, whoa, now they're immediate players for Kemba. Kemba goes, you know, to Boston. He was an all-star, you know, just his first year in Boston yep. in what the 19 uh, 20 season there. Right. And he had his 20 points a game uh for them. Then he has that next season in Boston, and you kind of see a little slip then. And you're like, okay, you're kind of not the same player a little bit. Then he was 30 at that point. That was two seasons ago. And then last year, he spends last year uh, in New York, plays 37 games in New York. Um, he eventually you know, is in that trade going to Detroit. He, he gets waived, and now he's this 32-year-old smaller scoring point guard that's in obviously the back half of his career, the last leg of his career, probably um, he's been unsigned until now. So, I, I mean, I think that that is something especially to, uh, to keep in mind that Kim, Kimba is a name that, you know, we've known for a while. He's a household name for a lot of people. It's like, Oh, cool. We signed Kimba Walker. Cool. It's like, all right, he's not the same Kimba as before. But that doesn't mean that he can't help the Mavs, and so I guess what where I am with it is I saw the I saw the tweet this morning, saw that he was signing Dallas, and I'm like, all right, cool. (laughs) Like he'll give you, will probably give us more than what Faku did, but I'm not sitting there saying, hey, the vibes are back put us in the conference finals again because we have Kemba.
0: He's had this left knee situation, which you kind of referenced. Like at the tail end of Boston, he had this left knee problem, and then with New York, it kind of lingered around, and then he missed a bunch of games there. He started every game for New York. They expected him to be the starting guard to like answer a bunch of their problems because they needed a point guard, and then eventually Jalen Brunson became the answer to some of their problems. And But Kemba was the one that was supposed to do that first. And so now – why did no one sign him, right? That, that seems to be a question now. It's like, why has no one signed him until now? A bunch of teams could use somebody like Kemba or a player like him. Is it because of the left knee situation? Is it because he was waiting for the right situation? It was it because, you know, he wanted to be promised a certain amount of playing time or a certain role or something like that? Well, the Mavs didn't offer that to Dragic, so I don't know if they're going to offer it to Kemba Walker at this point. I don't know why why someone didn't sign him, but I know what he's gonna bring to the Mavericks, right? If he's gonna if he stays healthy, what he can bring to the Mavericks, I think he's way more upside than the Composo signing, right? Like I'm I'm more up upbeat about this one than I am about Composo. I knew exactly what I expected with Composo. I have hoped that he would have one really good game, and then the rest of them would just be kind of us wondering what he was doing out there. But with Kemba, he's gonna bring better shooting, right? He's he's better yeah. volume shooter than what than what going can bring. His passes aren't as you know, insane or is you know is creative or anything like that. He's never been like a super high assist guy, but he's going to be a guy that can at least get his own shot and get his own get his own shot against um, you know some some defenders, especially in the, if he's playing in a second unit role that he hasn't done before. He hasn't been in the second. He hasn't been a off the bench guy since his rookie year, basically. And so this is going to be a new thing for him. It's going to be a new role for him to learn. It's going to be new for him to learn how to play with Luca, play with Dinwiddie probably. And it's gonna be interesting to see them bring him along and what exactly they expect out of him. Is he gonna be like a once every five days guy, or do they are they gonna give him a little bit more of a role? Because at this point, I think everyone, if they if they didn't if they didn't see the problem with the third ball handler, like, you know, vacuum during the offseason, and we don't think that, that Jason Kidd and Nico Harrison either believed it or Thought it was a problem, or thought that they had the answer on the roster. If they didn't think it then, they they got to know it now because it's been such a clear clear problem for this team that they don't have that third ball handler. They have Luca and Dinwiddie, and when those two guys either aren't right during a game or aren't playing (laughs) during a game because they're sitting or resting, the team is screwed. Like they just have no other offensive options to go to. And so maybe they're maybe they saw all this and they're like, all right, let's go back to Kemba. He, he wanted a little bit more of a role. And so let's see. Let's see what, uh, what else he's got. Maybe he got that time off at the end of the – like the last game he played was what? He didn't play towards the tail end of that next season. The last game he played was February –
1: 2009. Fe,
0: February sixteenth, twenty 2022. So he's been off for a good while now. I mean, he's been off for what? What's that? Like eight or nine months. So maybe that gave him a little bit of time – like the Al Horford rejuvenation, like Thunder season, right? Like he was with the Thunder, didn't play, and then all of a sudden the next season with the Celtics, he was rejuvenated. Maybe that's what gets Kemba back to a spot where he's what we expect from him is not a ton either. I'm expecting no. Start him at like ten minutes a game. Start him at you know spot spot playing here or there. It's sort of the same thing when we when they brought Javale McGee Wait, in.
1: Did you say start him?
0: <laughs> no spot spot play him. <laughs> I, I I almost said stop, spot start because that's usually the, the phrase, but. But yeah, with Kemba Walker, there's not huge expectations. We'll see what he can bring. And it's at least has more of an upside than some of the other um, tries the Mavericks have had at this so far. Coming up, let's talk about some of the problems. We mentioned the third ball handler problem. Is that one solvable with Kemba or...
1: People forget about Frank.
0: Or some yeah. of the other players in the Mavs roster. And then let's talk about some of the other problems. Are they solvable? Talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Turo. Isaac, this is something you've actually used in your life. Turo is... Uh, The world's largest car sharing marketplace where you can book a car, any car you want, wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. What did you like about Turo? It's just so easy. I was going
1: to show you the app on my phone right now because I still have it on my phone. It wouldn't look good on YouTube, but uh, (laughs) no, it's just so simple that you can just pull up, rent a car, and uh, yeah, I had it for 24 hours, drove a Tesla, and it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so if you're if you're needing to get somewhere and if you're needing to rent a car, or if you just want to test drive, test drive a new electric vehicle like Isaac did. He wanted to see what a Tesla was like and he wanted to try it out. And so he got to and you got to see how it worked. We got to use it. We got to see how it had like its own light show. And it, <laughs> then you can set the blinker. It can be a fart noise if you want to. Like we tested all that kind of stuff. So many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo, T-U-R-O.com. All right, Isaac Harris, we've talked about Kemba Walker. The Mavericks bring him in to address one of their big glaring problems is that they only have two guys that can dribble on the whole roster, it seems like, at certain points during the season. And they need, to, they need to bring somebody else in.
1: Yeah, I, I just want to add this real quick about Kemba. You mentioned that he's a better shooter. He is a better shooter than Faku is. You look at even his like unguarded catch-and-shoot shots that you think back to a couple instances that you know Composa was playing on the floor the few times he did play like he, he he's not the greatest shooter in the world. You know, you look at Kemba, he shoots like 47, 48% on unguarded catch and shoot shots last year Skip. in New York. He's a good shooter. So, if if all else, he can hit an open shot and catch and shoot shot, he's a vet on the team. And yeah, I, I hadn't even thought about I I love that you brought up the Al Horford OKC, all of that stuff that could we could you get a rejuvenated Kemba you're not asking, or at least I'm not asking for 30 minutes of Kimball Walker in a night, but can he give you 15 minutes off the bench that him running some offense, getting some shots up type of thing? Like that's, Kind of what you need.
0: Yeah, and one of the reasons to talk yourself into this is think about what he's been asked to do. Like they in Boston, they're like, "All right, you're our starting guard. You're the All Star first year. Like we brought you in to be the All Star Hornets." Kemba Walker, he had been four All Stars seasons in a row. Like they expected him to be this guy. Then he goes to the Knicks, and they're like, "You're going to be the answer for us. Start every single game, even when they like they knew he was playing terribly. Like he was playing really bad even to start the season. They started him every single game. Still, there wasn't even a point last season for the Knicks." When they benched him, right? Like they, he play he started to play less minutes, but they still started him because they revered who he was and the player that he was and what they brought him in to be, right? It's just there's sometimes there's weird politics with how you start players or how you bring in players and you don't want to start them sometimes. Uh but with Kemba, now he comes in a different role. This is something new for him, and maybe this is maybe this will work for him. Maybe this will be the situation. It's it's a lot like the, the Christian Wood thing. It's he's gotta prove something to Mavs and Mavs have to prove something to him.
1: And he didn't look good in New York. No, I mean let's just make that let's just make that very clear. He had some good
0: games though. He had some really good games for the Knicks.
1: I he's not coming to Dallas with high expectations. Isaac, he dropped
0: 44 in a game last year. He's going to do that every game for the Mavs now.
1: I mean, let's hope. Would you laugh out loud if Jason Kidd starts him like next week? He gets a start.
0: (laughs) I would laugh out loud at the suggestion of that scenario. He he gets a
1: start. What are the odds that, that Kimba Walker starts before Christian Wood? Leave that in the
0: comments. Oh my gosh. Let me know. Let us know in the comment section below. All uh,
1: right, all right.
0: Let's there. talk about the Mavs I think I think I have nailed down all the Mavs problems. Now you tell me. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Did
1: our time limit for the, this pod? The,
0: the on court the on court problems. Tell me which ones I'm missing.
1: Tell ball
0: handler or ball handler or third ball handler. That's one. Ding. I got the ding ready for you. Uh, The Javel McGee, Dwight Powell, they still have a a vacuum situation at center. Still bad. Jason Kidd's rotations. I think he's, it's all jumbled up and doesn't seem like it's working. Kidd's mishandling of Christian Wood. I think just overall. I think that's another one. The Bullock, Maxi, Dorian Finney Smith, three point, like Menager terrible. 30% on 12 and a half three point attempts a game from those three. That's bad. I put Tim Hardaway Jr. as its own problem. He's shooting 31-29-92. Uh. That's his shooting splits. Like, awful. That one's terrible. And then I think also they're not getting enough from Dinwiddie. From, from what the team is right now, Dinwiddie's playing well, but he's not. they're not getting enough from him for what they need right now. Like, 17 points a game, 13 shots per game, and only two free throw attempts per game. Like, it's just not enough for what they need. If they, For the Mavericks to play well, the style that they're playing and the, the game plan they're playing, he would have to – be giving them way more so that's not enough what am i missing
1: (laughs) i mean that's a decent amount of problems thank you
0: thank you i thought i think i nailed them
1: yeah 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 i i think you did i don't think there's any luca the only thing i was trying to think of is like luca's usage being so high is that a problem i think i think it gets answers
0: i think it gets answered with the other stuff it's more, yeah, from, yeah. more from Dinwiddie, another ball handler. The rotation, just how much
1: they ask of Luca. Yeah, but I, I think, but I, yeah, I agree.
0: I think that all gets answered if you answer some of those other questions. So let's go. Let's go through them one by one, then, and see which ones are solvable this season.
1: Did you mention in your two Jason Kidd?
0: I mentioned kids rotations and kids mishandling of Christian Wood. Is that enough? You do something? No, no, help? no. You're good. You're good. <laughs> no. um, the the third ball handler. I think with with Kemba, that's at least trying. Jaden Hardy, they're bringing him along. That was always going to be their, their, situ- their, you know, their process with this. And he looks, he looks to be playing well and shooting well in the G league uh, and playing better this season than he did last year. So that's at least a positive. Uh, I don't know if they can solve that one unless they actually make a trade though.
1: Uh, How, how do you want me to answer this?
0: Can they solve it in the in season? Basically
1: they can, but I don't think the is on the roster at the moment or with Kimball Walker, I, I said this on yesterday's pod. I'm just, I'm still shocked that they haven't made a trade for another ball handler. I think, and I think it's just that confusion of we had something that worked last year after the KP trade of we had three legit dudes who could create, handle the offense. One guy said, so you can have two of them on the floor and they've just walked away from that. And it's like, all right, cool. Glad that worked
0: they they stiff armed that that thing. They stiff armed it and said we don't yeah. we don't need that. And they're like, "Oh okay, hold
1: like, on." Like he, Heisman stiff arm, get off. Like we're we're not going to do that again. And uh so I, I'm shocked. I thought in my mind, we're not going to do it again, but it, it's happening. Like the trade and just talking with different and it's like it still has not happen. And that that's what has shocked me a little bit of it didn't happen before the season. It still hasn't happened now. You haven't went out and gotten a a Jordan Clarkson or whoever it is that uh, that can be that legit third guy, I didn't think that they we be you know doing the, all right, let's spin the wheel now it's Kimba's turn and it was you know Faku before and we got to see more Frank you know and I got to see more Frank and you know these guys on on the team and I just people I didn't forget think about Frank <laughs> I didn't think we'd be doing this right now people forget about Frank
0: oh that's my new favorite drop. Uh, and high quality audio too, because it's straight from us.
1: People forget about Frank. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I don't think they can solve that one in season unless they make a trade, right? I think I don't think it's yeah. I don't think the answer's on the roster. I have hopes for Kemba, but I don't think that's going to be the, the the direct answer. It's maybe going to answer it a little bit more than Composo did, or than no one. But <laughs> it's going to answer it more. The javel McGee Dwight Powell center situation will like so the the question is can can Dwight Powell be good enough? Can javel McGee? Eventually be a playable center or will Maxi be enough? Can the Maxi Christian Wood thing be enough? Is that the answer? Is that solvable with the players on the roster?
1: It's, <laughs> it's tough because I want to say in the playoffs, it's it's fine because you're gonna see a lot of maxi, you're gonna see some Christian Wood at the five you might see some small ball stuff, you know, the Dorian at the five type stuff. They whatever. can at
0: least do what they did last year. It,
1: exactly. Um, you just, what they were wanting with this JaVel McGee, you know, signing. I mean, JaVel is what? one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. JaVale's the 10th highest paid player on the team. And so when you look at it that, like that, you're like, oh, all right, well, they, they signed a guy to be the 10th highest paid player on the team to be the starting center and to be this like spot starter to to give you 15, 16 minutes a night. Like the idea of that. I mean, we know I was really high on that go, coming into the season. Of, All right. That's,
0: in a, that that's very, actually you in that drop, by the way.
1: In that very limited role, he's gonna be an upgrade over Dwight because they needed at least a bigger body to be a part of that that bullpen rotation of centers. And he just hasn't been that because he just looks he looks like he aged even more of the offseason. And that, that's been a big bummer. That And it makes me think of, man, are, are they going to have to go? Like, if JaVel was legit what they thought he was going to be, then you have a, a great center rotation. Because you got Maxi, you got Christian Wood, you have JaVelle to be the big body guy. You, like, you have this bullpen mix and match Dwight. for the five spot. I say great relative, you know, whatever. If you're going to do the bull, bullpen route. But now if javel's not going to be that, now it's like, do you got to entertain... Yeah, Dwight too. My bad. You, you got to entertain like a, a buyout guide, you know, and all of that to be at the bigger bodied center. But can you do that whenever you're paying Javale five million dollars? I don't. I don't know. It's. I. I want to say to answer your question, I want to say that they can patch it together with some super glue with the the guys they have to make the five spot work.
0: I have to think that JaVale McGee is going to be better than what he's, what he's shown so far. Like it's just, been, I don't know if it can get worse than what JaVale has been so far. Uh, he's got, a, he's got a, I talked recently in an episode where I played some of JaVale McGee's comments post game. I think it was after the first nuggets game recently. So if you want to go back and listen to those, I thought JaVale had some great comments about how he's used to being a drop center where he plays drop defense and they've been, they've been asking him to be an up to the level you know, de- defensive player. That's really messed with him. And then, just mm-hmm. then then there's also just the slowness of the way that he's, you know, like exploded and and all that kind of stuff. So there's there's difference between what we saw Javel last year and what we saw this year a lot. And so coming up, let's get into a couple other of these problems. Are they solvable? Jason Kidd's rotations, Bullock, Maxi, and Dorian Penny Smith not shooting the ball enough at all. And I got an answer for Luca, Christian Woods, Spencer Dinwiddie. I've got an answer for all that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the place to check out where uh, check out jobs. They you want to hire a candidate that you are 100% certain in that they have the best qualified qualifications, that they are the person that hits all your boxes, that they are the third ball handler that you need, that they have the ability to create their own shot, to to get a shot themselves, to create a shot for somebody else. You want to find that. So, you can set it up on LinkedIn. Go to LinkedIn, see how easy it is to create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Then you just add your job, add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills. Go check it out. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's LinkedIn Social Media network. LinkedIn.com slash to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn.com slash NBA All right, Isaac Harris. We're talking about the Dallas Mavericks problems. How many of these are solvable in the season? They don't have to make a trade. They don't have to fire Jason Kidd. They, they can solve them this season in doing so. Uh, we talked about the center rotation. talking talked about the third ball handler. What about um, Jason Kidd's mishandling a Christian Wood? Now, now, this one was mine. I think that... When you lost Jalen Brunson, sorry, I, do, I, do I have to warn people before I bring that up again? Like, oh, here we go. I know. I'm sorry. When you lost Jalen Brunson, and you said, "Okay, we're bringing in Tim Hardaway Jr. and we're bringing back Tim Hardaway Jr. and we're bringing in Christian," Wood, that
1: was a free agent.
0: That those, hold on.
1: <laughs> people forget about Frank. <laughs>
0: that uh, the, their scoring was going to replace what Jalen Brunson did. Okay, well that would be the case if Tim was not shooting terribly, like like literally god awful, like just awful in the tank, and if Christian Wood was handled, I think in the in the right way. He's playing twenty five minutes a game, fifth on the team right now, and he's just clearly the the second best scorer on the Mavericks, I think right now. He's maybe the best shooter on the Mavericks. Like I I'm more confident in a Christian Wood three point shooter. Who do you have more confidence in as a three point shooter, Christian Wood or just name anyone else on the Mavericks right now? Luca. A three point shot? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think I
1: may I think I make... At the end of the game you'd rather Christian. No, no, no. Wood just any time during Luka. a
0: game. Just at, at any moment. Like a shot goes up and you're like, I have more confidence that this is gonna go in.
1: Uh I'd still take Luca, but I think Christian Wood would be my second.
0: I guess it's 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 Wood Reggie Bullock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wood, Bertons, Green, and Dinwiddie are all shooting forty percent or above forty percent. So, but anyway, yeah. I, I I think that that whole situation, like, it feels like Christian Woods or Jason Kidd's been dangling the carrot in front of Christian Wood. He's been saying all the, you know, he's been saying all the things like, "All right, he's he's doing what we're asking him to do. He's he's going out there. Is he's,
1: he though? Is he dangling the carrot? No, that's I don't what I'm, think but, he's. But I I'm don't saying. think he's shown him the carrot. It, it
0: seems like it seems like he should be dangling <laughs> the carrot in front of him and and pushing him along and progressing along. And it seems like he hasn't taken that next step of like, "All right, we're going to give you." Some more responsibility now. We're gonna give you some more minutes. We're gonna give you a different part in the rotation. It doesn't seem like he's taking that next step forward. It just seems like he's keeping him at arm's length. Like, all right, I'm keeping you over there because I don't I just don't believe that you can take that next step. And maybe I mean, yeah. maybe he can't, but that whole situation I think has been handled poorly.
1: What question do you want me to answer with this? Because <laughs> I can't talk about Christian Wood in a nuanced way or else people get mad.
0: Can can this be it? It is hard because it's it's all behind the scenes. It's none of this. None of this is on the surface to where what how Jason Kidd thinks about Christian Wood or how you know Jason Kidd's going to handle Christian Wood going forward is not known by us. It's all just coaches meetings. It's all in Jason Kidd's head, and that's really it, right? Like we we don't know exactly how, but it seems like the way it's been handled on the court has been uh, has not been handled in a way that I think will push this team forward and make this team better. I I don't think. And so now it's like, well, that will that be fixed? I don't know if you can answer that. So it's, it's probably an unfair question to ask at this point in the season, but it's one of the Mavs problems
1: because everybody has their opinion on what the fix is. You know, we see a super talented 6'10 guy. And I think a lot of people would even admit like, Hey, he's not a great defender, but then it's like, well, all right. Well, how many people? How many people are good defenders on the floor with yeah. you know outside of Dorian, and, and, and Reggie? It's like, all right. Well, Denoye's not the best defender, and so so you're like, all right. So you know, fans are naturally asking the question, why isn't Christian Wood playing or starting? If we're not even gonna go, go there, I th- I do think is coming to your next question. The thing that I do want is, and you do too, is I want to see him a little bit more with Luka Doncic, and because they do play well together. Then you have to ask the question of, okay, well, why don't we see them play together to, you know, uh, way more than what they do? Well, then who's gonna? They can't play together forty eight minutes, All no. right. So who's gonna be on the floor whenever they're off the floor?
0: So here, here's my answer, I think. So one of my other problems I, th- I mentioned was not enough of Dinwiddie right now. When Luca plays on the floor with Christian Wood. They have 124.2 offensive rating. That's amazing. That's two points better right. than Boston. Best in the league. Like that's It's an incredible offense. Their, their defensive rating when they play together, when Luka and Wood play together, it's in 500 possessions. Decent sample size at this point in the season. 114.7 defensive rating. That's bad. That'd be 23rd in the league. That's Orlando and Houston. <laughs> that's their that's literally their defensive yeah. rating right now. So it's not been good. But their offense is amazing. Without With, with Luka on the floor, without Christian Wood, they've just been an average team. Right, so like having the dynamicism of Luca with Christian Wood makes them a dynamic team that makes their defense a little bit worse, but their offense a lot better. When Luca when, when Christian Wood plays without Luca, it's about 300 possessions, so smaller sample size. This one's a little bit more muddy. Their offense has been awful, and their defense has been amazing, which is weird <laughs> because you have you cover up, you know, you don't have two like subpar defenders, you just have Christian Wood, uh, and. What I've come to conclude with with all this and with just watching all these games is that Dinwiddie and Wood just don't work together, right? There's just not a, there's not a connection there that takes them from two good scores on their own to an amazing duo or like a real, even a good duo or a fine duo, right? They just don't work. How many times have we seen Spencer Dinwiddie run a pick and roll with Christian Wood and not hit Wood on the roll where you're just watching and you're like, okay, from my vantage point, there should have been a pass there. He just didn't get it, didn't hit it, or he tried and turned it over, or when he did try to hit Wood, it was like he throws it over to him in the corner and he posts up from like twenty feet away. That just doesn't work. That we've talked about over and over again, right? And so I think the answer is, it's you got to put Luca with Wood more, and then play Dinwiddie by himself. That answers the question of all right, you you gotta put some juice in the offense. That's Luca and Wood together, and then you got to have more from Dinwiddie, and that's play him without Christian Wood and without Luca. And that that gives you a little bit more of that because Dinnwoodie can get his shot by himself better than what Christian Wood can do by himself. <laughs> at this yeah,
1: point. And so th- that's where you adapt by the talent and the players you have instead of the players adapted to your system. Because yes. if you do that, then you're moving away from having that second ball handler with Luca. You got to that- play your personnel. Yeah, that you, you liked a lot with Brunson. You liked a lot, you know, with Dinwiddie some last year. So if you do that, then you're kind of abandoning it and saying, all right, well, Luca, you're going to be the only ball handler in these lineups. But I agree with you. If Christian Wood starts, it's not a conversation for me about Christian Wood starting over Reggie or starting over whoever's going to play the fight, Dwight Powell or something like that. I think if Christian Wood starts, I think it would be a Spencer Dinwiddie move it to the bench for yeah. that reason, because then you have to have, you have three main offensive guys on your team and Luca, Dinwiddie and Christian Wood. Then you got to at least have one of these guys that's going to play by themselves. And if those, you list those offense numbers of Christian Wood without Luca, then yeah, maybe that is the switch up you make. You switch up Wood and Dinwiddie and say, all right, Dinwiddie, could you cook with the second unit type of thing? Um, Yeah, maybe I don't don't know what the right answer to that is. I'm I'm cool either way.
0: The Luca Dinwiddie Wood Trio has only played 146 possessions together. Like that that's not enough for me to know anything, but their offense has been god awful and their defense has been terrible. (laughs) When when that lineup has been on the floor so far. They just haven't figured out how to play together. And it's really muddy because there's a bunch of just different games and different samples with those three. But I think I think that's part of your answer. But part of your answer would also. Fundamentally change what this team has been, right? The let's focus on defense. We want to be a defensive first team. Playing Luca and Christian Wood together a lot does not make you fundamentally a great defensive team, right? It just doesn't. Yeah, and it changes who,
1: and and you, it changes away from what you were saying of like who you've been. Yeah, because then you have to kind of embrace we're not going to be good on defense. And we're not going to have the second ball handler next to Luca because of the roster construction, because you don't have another guy. If you had Brunson still on the team, then it, it, it changes so much yeah. because then it's like, all right, we can still keep the second ball handler and we could put Christian Wood in there. So yeah, it does change up kind of your identity if you make that change.
0: But I would much rather bet on the defense it, working together and improving from that when you know what I talked about with Luca and Wood on the floor together, it's been av- it's been average, twenty third in the league basically is what their defensive rating would be. I'm betting on that getting a little better. Then somehow magically the offense when Luca is not on the floor getting magically you know getting magically better yeah. Uh than that, or or the 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 lineups with Luca without Christian Wood getting magically better in some way. So there you go. That's a that's a couple of those Mavs problems. The other ones, the guys shooting better, I think. Bullock and Maxie and Dorian Finney-Smith will find it at some point. I don't know if they'll, you know, get to 40% or 44%. The Tim Hardaway Jr. one makes me nervous. That one, that one is like, he just he just looks like he can't contribute really at all right now. Of all the, the
1: things with Jason Kidd right now that people are frustrated about, this is my number one thing. <laughs> like, I mean, we're at the end of the pod, so we can't go with this. <laughs> but Tim Hardaway's role in the leash that he has and the green, like, Post- part of
0: it I think is he's letting them shoot it out right like I think he's letting him just like all right go out there and, and shoot it out take the shots you still have the he still has a green light he doesn't want to take away the confidence from him I don't know if anyone can ever I don't know I don't know who I don't know if Jesus Christ can take the confidence away from Tim Hardaway jr right now um but I, I think that I think that's what part of what Jason Kidd is doing it would be my guess so there you, you know, go
1: you know who should start in your life
0: Jesus you need some holy play, tra- play trade wave. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, or <laughs> or God the Father. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comment section. Give me three words on the Kemba Walker signing. Let us know what are these problems you think the Mavericks can solve, which ones are unsolvable. Let us know in the comment section below. We'll be back talking about the Mavs versus Warriors game tomorrow. So check back. We have every post game here. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. Peace out. Boom.